Welcome to the Network Marketing Heroes Podcast, hosted by 40-year network marketing veteran, author of best-selling books, The Four-Year Career, and Mach 2 with Your Hair on Fire, and world-renowned speaker, Richard Bliss Brook. When it comes to success in network marketing, who better to learn from than leaders who have actually done it? Listen as Richard interviews top leaders and gives you a behind-the-scenes look at how they did it. You'll get incredible tips and duplicable actions you can do right now to build your own four-year career. Stay tuned after this episode for an exclusive discount code to get 10% off Richard's easy-to-use tools that will help propel your network marketing business to the next level at blissbusiness.com. Hey everybody, Richard Brooke here. Welcome to another Bliss Business Hero Call where we get the opportunity to learn the story of somebody that is crushing the four-year career. And today we have an extraordinary opportunity because we have one of our first people that we're interviewing that is just completing her four-year career. In fact, she hasn't quite completed it yet, but it's a shift that we're making in these hero calls where we're looking for people that you know make something less than $200,000 a month <laughs> so that the listening audience can perhaps connect with them uh, because their journey is a little bit closer to the listening audience. And with all of these hero calls, I get to remind you that uh, we're interviewing the extraordinary. We're not interviewing the average. Sometimes people ask me, what does the average person in network marketing earn? And the answer is pretty simple. I, I don't think they earn much of anything, and they probably end up quitting after three weeks. Uh, the people that build a four-year career are exceptional people, and that doesn't mean they have exceptional education or wealth or intellect or a network they're just exceptional in, in their belief level about you know, what they want out of life and the story that they tell themselves about their willingness and their ability to get it. So they go out and they do the work. And building a multi-million dollar asset in network marketing is not easy, or of course most people would do it, but it is pretty simple if you just do the work. It's almost an equation. And that's kind of the way we approach it in the four-year career in Bliss Business is that it is a, an equation. If you, if you introduce your products and your opportunity to a certain number of people, uh, even though most of them won't be interested in the moment because they weren't looking for what you're offering in the moment, uh, some of them will be interested. And with those people, you get to present your opportunity and not all the people you present to will be ready to launch with you because it's just not that important to them in the moment, but some of them will. And when you kind of paint by the numbers and you show it to enough people and you get enough people to join your team and you do that for a couple of years, filling your pipeline and, and preparing to take advantage of what we call the eighth wonder of the world, that's what Einstein called compounding or geometric progressions, which is how the rich get richer and how compounding is applied in the network marketing opportunity is 
by the simple rule and um, strategy that everyone who joins your team from day one, from the moment they join you, they have the opportunity to also build a team. And that may not may mean a lot to you if you haven't studied the impact of it, but if you just take a look at the four-year career, if just look at the schematic, the example we show people is if you get four people to do this, and they each get four people to do it, you've just added 16 new people to your team. And if those 16 each get four people to do it, you've just added 64 more people for a total of 84 people to your team. And if those 64 people get four people to do it, you've added 256 to your team for a total of 340. And, and that's geometric progressions in play. Nobody I've ever met, nobody I've ever interviewed has built a four who get four who get four sales team. It's impossible to control people uh, to hit those numbers identically. It's not designed to do that. It's much more organic than that. It's more like how lily pads grow or maybe even rabbits multiply. It's random and enthusiastic at times. And um, so what we do on these calls is we find people that have actually done it or are in the process of doing it. And um, we interview them so that you can hear their thought processes and their story and understand, you know, what did they do to make it happen. So today we have a wonderful lady. This is her first time ever in network marketing. She's only been in three years, so she's in her fourth year, but she's already experiencing geometric progressions and that eighth wonder of the world to the point where we thought she would be a fabulous example for all of you that are looking to get to the place that she's at and build your own four-year career, her name is Bethany, real middle name Joy. What a joy that is to have that as your middle name. Shipley, and she lives in Kansas City, Missouri. Welcome to the call, Bethany. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. <laughs> well, we're honored to have you. You have, I know, a great story. Um, and, you know, before we get into your story, Bethany, I just want to tell you, people a little bit about your numbers um, that you shared with us, which inspired us to interview you. And uh, reminding the audience, you know, Bethany is in her third year. She's, she's not like the most successful network marketer I've ever interviewed. She, she has not done something that is so unprecedented, so incredible that nobody can believe they could ever do it. What she's done is what any of you could, with a little bit of work, believe that you could do because she's just following the model, and she's watching it pay, get paid off. So here's some numbers that Bethany has posted, and then we'll get into asking her, all about her story and how she did this. In her first 90 days, Bethany personally enrolled eight people. Now, that's not a blistering pace, but here's the magic of that pace. When you personally sponsor eight people, you've probably got at the end of 90 days two or three of them that are pretty active and pretty excited, maybe four or five. 
It's, it's highly unlikely that you would personally enroll eight people and none of them are as excited as you are. You probably got a few that are as excited as you are. And, and the beauty of that is when you get a small team of people that are as excited as you are, you're not thinking about quitting. You're thinking about continuing. You're thinking about, okay, I can do this. I know people who can do this. This is going to work. And that's the conversation that you need to have. Bethany went on in her first year to personally enroll 42 people. That's almost four people a month, one a week. That is the pace of play that we say at Bliss Business will guarantee your success. You figure out how to get in the mode of showing your business to two or three people a week so that one of them eventually joins. They don't have to join that week. Some people take months before they join after you show it to them. But you get on a pace of, an, of showing the business to two or three people a week whereby one of them enrolls and you're personally enrolling three or four people a month and you do that for a couple of years, guaranteed success. In fact, I don't know anybody that's ever done that for a couple of years in a legitimate company, like a real company with real products uh, that isn't in their fourth year and beyond uh, earning, you know, at least six figures, if not mid-six figures a year. Why? Because that kind of putting into the pipeline um, and, and then, then waiting and have the patience and leadership to make uh, geometric progressions work for you ends up with you having thousands of people on your team. In the second year, Bethany enrolled 30 people. In her third year so far, so this is like mid-November. She's already enrolled 55. So one of the things I'm going to ask you, Bethany, is like what was the difference? What, what was going on the first year? What did you shift the second year? What has you so fired up the third year that you're enrolling so many people? We'll get into that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm sure people want to know. And then, you know, in terms of like the geometric progressions, folks, she has 1,600 and 35 active people on her team now. And she's enrolled 127 so far, and those have exploded into 1,637. And she has over 4,000 customers on her team. So that's a three-to-one ratio, customers to members. Her sales every month are over 300,000 and growing. We never tell people how much people money people how much money people make, but um, you're doing extremely well for your three year part time gig you got going on, Bethany. <laughs> yes, it's pretty amazing. You know, Richard, I'm I'm young. I'm 24 years old, and so for me, you know, just looking at that, and sometimes it's surreal to be honest with you. Like my belief has always been there and is here, but sometimes I, my husband deals with our finances, and I say, hey, my husband's name is Eli. I say, Eli, text me a picture of our paycheck. And he <laughs> texts me it, and I, I sit in my car for five minutes, and I sometimes just allow myself to cry, tears of gratitude, because I am so grateful for every little blessing in this, in this whole thing. So it's, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, and, you know, the most amazing thing about it, I think, Bethany, is the, the way you have structured your organization, um, the company you're in, which we haven't mentioned yet, but we'll get into that, the product line you have, 
the most surreal thing about it is just imagine where you'll be in another four years. Oh, I am very excited. Yeah, and and there's just no way it can go backwards on you. You have yeah. built it in such a way that uh, the only thing that you can predict and imagine is that in another four years, it won't be double. Mm-hmm. I mean, ge- yeah. geometric progressions doesn't work that way. <laughs> It'll be it'll be eight to ten times as big as it is now. Mm, yep. So tell us your story. How did you get started? And you know, one of the things that I always want to ask people is, what were you doing? Who were you? Where were you? Yeah. Before you got introduced to network marketing, and who introduced you to network marketing? Yep. And what did they say that had you look? Yeah. Okay, so I, I, we kind of have to go back a little bit because my journey to network marketing was a search, right? I think everyone's kind of searching when they find it. Maybe they don't know it's a search yet, but it's a search. And so I was a newly married. I, my husband and I got married when uh, I was 19. He was 20. And we thought, you know, we're, we're not going to have children right away. Well, we were blessed with a surprise. And I found out that I had miscarried our surprise um, about three months into our, into our pregnancy. And so I, I was so discouraged and so um, disappointed in the situation because I was healthy. I worked out. I ate right. You know, we, we were really intentional, but I started realizing um, that I was every single, and I know you know this because you preach this, but every single trial has room for opportunity and we get to choose what we make out of that situation and so I at the time was coaching a volleyball team of junior high girls and I I miscarried and then the next day I said you know I'm going to go ahead and go into practice anyway even though I don't feel like it we're at the beginning of the season I'm still developing the, the relationships with these girls and I walked in and one of the girls moms approached me and asked point blank, are you a mom? She wanted to know how I was connected with the team. And I said, you know, you caught me on a hard day. I said, I, I just found out yesterday that I miscarried and I, um, I'm not a mom, you know? And she said, oh, I've had eight miscarriages. This is my new baby. And up toddled a little 10-month-old, beautiful little girl. She said, my name is Jordan, and what are you doing tomorrow? <laughs> uh, I don't know. She said, come to my house. So Jordan uh, became a friend, became a mentor, and she introduced me to the products um, that, that our company has and kind of just shared that, hey, maybe you're not as healthy as you think. You know, there's more to being healthy than diet and exercise. Maybe maybe your environment is toxic. And so she, she was the, you know, person who really introduced me to these products. About, you know, I... I was okay with the idea that these products were from a multi-level marketing company, but <laughs> but I didn't want to have anything to do with it, right? I said, please don't uh, ask me to sell this. Please don't invite me to one more thing. I got my products, so I'm good. And she faithfully, faithfully reached back out again and again, and I said, no, 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 no. But see, it wasn't the right time for me to share. And so a year later, we were blessed with a little boy, our son, who's now three years old. His name's Moses. 
and he was three <laughs> years old, and he, we had just an amazing testimony with our with our product. And um, at the same time, so we've got this circle going, and then on the other side of the circle, we've got my dad, who was working a nine to five job, who had found network marketing with another company. He was getting I, Richard. I was watching my dad bring himself back to life because he had been so bogged down by life for so long, and I was watching him get up at 4 and 5 a.m. to do his, this thing they were calling the 90-day run, right? They were getting yep. up really early and making lists and crossing them off, and my dad was back to this, this person that I remembered from my childhood who was pursuing his passions. And I looked at him and I thought, you know what? I want that. I'll take a dose of that. I'll have what he's having because that is the life I want. I don't want to be someone who gets to be 75 years old and realize I didn't do anything that lit me up inside. And so my dad, it was kind of like this culmination of all sorts of different stories meeting me in my living room on the floor with my three-day-old son. And it was, it was this, this spirit of, hey, maybe you can have it all. Maybe you can be a mom and a wife and also have a business and also make an impact with other people. And when I got the vision, because I didn't have the vision when someone else tried to share it with me, when I got the vision for myself was the moment that I was like, okay, I'm doing this thing. I am going for it. And so I, I took my son in the stroller and I, I walked down to my – my husband is a personal trainer. He's, he's retiring from that here in January, but at the time he was a personal trainer, and his gym was about a mile from our house. So I was walking with my son in the stroller, and I, I made a decision. I'm going to – I'm going – by the time I get to that gym, I am going to know whether I'm pursuing this or not. And if I choose that I am, I will be committed for five years. And I will not reanalyze the situation until I'm five years in. So I walked and I walked and I walked and I, I got up to the gym. I decided yes. My husband got in the car and I said, Eli, I want to tell you something. Uh, <laughs> I really want to go for the top, the top rank in our com company is called Royal Crown Diamond. So I said, I would like to go for Royal Crown Diamond and I would like to really do this thing. Are you okay with that? And he said yes uh, because he's amazing and always – always excited about me bettering myself. And so he said yes, and I said, all right, let's do this. So that was the story to the commitment. Um, and, you know, parts of the story were my dad sending me Eric Worre's book, you know, and then my sponsor and enroll, or my enroller, Jordan, sending, um, s sending a picture of someone at convention walking across the stage and said, this could be you. You know, all these little parts of the story, just happened to meet me there, and so that it's it's just amazing. So Bethany, let me drill down on a piece. So you you part of your story describes an extraordinary thought process that ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the people that look at this business never go through, and that is the the sort of the percolating of the vision that you're going to decide to do this. And if you decide to do it, you're going to do it full out for five years before you even evaluate your decision again. What was the uh, 
stimulus or the inspiration behind that kind of thought process? And what were you what were you listening to or looking at that had you consider doing the business as a career? Yeah, wow. I feel like there's so many different aspects of that thought process, but I'll tell you, seeing my, and I know I kind of said this a minute ago, but seeing my dad light up for the first time, and I realized I was not living life like that. I was living life, um, I I was afraid of failure, and so I held myself back from anything I thought I could take on a major scale. So I found myself doing things to keep myself from, from boredom. You know, like I've always been an entrepreneur, and so I would go down to the thrift store and scan in textbooks and see how much I could sell them for and buy cars and sell them for more and, you know, get my hands in all sorts of ways to make money. But I would never allow myself to, you know, to consider going on the big scale. And so I think, and to me, network marketing was intimidating because I had seen so many people quote unquote fail, which you and I both know is just that they quit. They quit learning the skills um, that I was afraid to commit. And so when I just said, you know, what the heck? <laughs> Why not? You know? Why not? Um, so it sounds like it sounds like your dad who was in a different company. Yes. It it sounds like his new enthusiasm for life was the major inspiration to have you take on your old thinking patterns mm-hmm. and try on some new possibilities. Yep, it's that's exactly right. And he he sent me you know, Eric Worre, GoPro on Audible, and I listened to it, <laughs> and uh, I was inspired. I was, I was intimidated, but I was inspired. And what inspired you about Eric's book? That's a good question. It, you know, this is one thing that I am learning and I have learned. When someone asks a complex question, if you can break it down into step-by-step um, step-by-step steps. There's a brilliance that happens about that. That that yep. it can take the average mind to go, oh, I can do, I can do that. I can check that off. And I think that simple piece of it was the piece that that really, you know, hook line and sinkered me in because it was step one, step two. His book has seven steps, you know. So, right. It's just, yeah, I think, I think that was the part of it that made me go, oh, I could do that. Beautiful. <clears throat> All right. So uh, tell us about your launch. So you decided <laughs> to do it. Um, you enrolled eight people in the first 90 days. Tell us about that 90 days. Like, yeah, was that yeah. a struggle? Okay. Did you mess yes. up? What, what happened? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so the best part about this is I think those eight people were actually, like, between day 60 and 90. So for my first 60 days, I don't think I personally enrolled anyone. And um, I, this is like a classic mistake. (laughs) You know what I did? I didn't do anything, but I was obsessive about learning about doing this thing because I didn't want to fail. So I thought, well, I'll just, like, pack my toolbox with all sorts of skills. I'll read every book. I'll watch every interview on YouTube that any professional network marketers put out. I'm going to train my brain 
I was working for those first 60 days, but I was not implementing any of it because I didn't think I was ready. And so getting closer to that 60 days, I realized, oh, my, I'm going to have to start putting in some action before I know everything. You know, I'm going to earn while I learn. And so uh, <laughs> day 60 marked the time where I went, okay, let's do those. Let's get some enrollments. Let's, you know, get in the game. Stop studying the game. Start getting in the game. And that was the shift there. Um, so I had, I, I, and I think, I don't remember exactly, but I think those eight enrollments were all in my, all in my third month. And after that, you know, after I got started feeling it out, that's the best learning anyway, right? Like YouTube can teach us so much. <laughs> But the experience, the experience over explanation is, is where the magic happens. So that was my first 90 days was learning that, hey, just get out there, get in the game, start making some mistakes, and get some enrollments under your belt. Did you, do you remember any uh, specific YouTube training or books that you studied in that first 90 days that made a difference? Yes. Um, Jeff Roberti's interview on, uh, with Eric Worre, He's a $70 million earner, if I remember correctly. He is. Uh, he, is, he, is he, he, he is the man. <laughs> oh, he, his interview he is not only, he's, he's not only the most successful networker, uh, but he's, he's done it with grace and class and integrity. Awesome. His interview was really influential to me because he said, this was the nugget I got from his interview was, um, a small goal for a large group of people over an extended period of time. Bam. That's my mindset right there. Yep. And so his Beautiful. interview, I, I, yeah, all of Eric Corey's interviews, and, you know, I fell in love with your, your books later on in the game, and I could talk about those for, for days and days as well, but in the very beginning, Eric Corey's, uh, you know, uh, playlist on YouTube were, were my go-to. Uh, okay. So, Bethany, um, Tell us about the first year. So 40 people personally enrolled. How would you do that? You know, one of the big yeah. questions that people have is, where, where do you find people? Which is you know, kind of a crazy question if you think about it. But that is a question people have is, okay, yeah, I know people, but I don't know 40 people that are going to do this. That's what people think. <laughs> and course, if you ask them, well, how many people do you know, most people say, well, maybe I know 40 or 50 when they actually know <laughs> four or 500. So who were the 40 people? Who were the first eight? And yeah. who were the 40? And how'd you, how'd you approach them? Yeah. So, uh, you know, the, the first year was such a learning experience. I remember I started my business um, late August, early September, and in November is when I started, you know, getting those eight enrollments, October, November. And um, heading into the winter, I remember thinking, oh, man, my goals are really big. If I'm going to do this, I need to do it, you know, on a, I need to be pr producing a lot more action. And I realized, and I probably an interview, probably a book somewhere, if I want to create massive, massive results, I have to put forth massive action. And so I set up a on, on my this is one of one of the things I did. I had a daily point goal for myself and I had a spreadsheet of all the income producing activities that I could think of. And my goal would be a blank amount of points per day. And so maybe for you know, maybe for inviting someone to take a look, um, that would be ten points. Or maybe, you know, 
inviting someone to coffee would be, you know, five points. And I have, you know, my daily goal would be however many, 75 points. And I had so many different options on my radar for how to create exposure for myself. Tony Robbins says, if you want, uh, if you want to answer uh, intelligent questions, ask yourself intelligent questions. And so the question I was asking myself was, how can I create massive exposure for myself today? And one of the things that my brain came up with was to do a large event. And so I uh, didn't allow my emotions to get in the way, and I booked up a large venue, and I invited so many people to this large event. Um, I, I looked at my current team, and, and I said, who do I think would, would like this kind of lifestyle of being a professional network marketer? And I asked them to speak at the event. And then I gave them a certain amount of tickets to give to their friends and family, and I, I matched them up with a topic that I felt was um, something they could really get fired up about. And I just invite, I mean, I spent all my time inviting people and communicating with people and ask, just making the ask, hey, I have, a, I have a ticket to this event that I'm putting on. I would love if you would consider come. If I gave you this ticket, would you come? A classic if I would you question, you know. And people... Yep. You know, I, I, just, I put so much effort in it. I think I invited somewhere close to 20 people a day for two straight months. And wow. uh, it was a lot of work. I, got, I think I got like 60, personal, uh, 60 people to the event just from my own invitations. I think there were like 75, 80 people there total. And it was a, it was a launching. That, that month is the month I, I hit the first um, full-time paying rank for our company. And it, it was just because of I didn't limit my, my mindset to think that I had to do it one way. And I would think to myself, how would this person most, most likely share with their friends? And if I felt like that was over coffee, then I would invite them to coffee. If I felt like, I, if I felt like they could see themselves speaking to a large group of people, I would invite them to that event. Um, literally, homemade gifts, if that's what I felt like they would be more likely to share with their friends. You know, just trying to think of the most duplicatable, duplicatable way to share. And so I can't, put a, I can't put a pinpoint on, oh, this is the one thing I did. Um, you know, I, I did not have a large social media following um, before this, and um, I am impressed with those who do. Let me just say that. That is a <laughs> breed of growing, and I am, I am committed to learning it, and I will get good at it. Um, but right now, I'm still learning it, and I'm not a master of it. And so for me, it was not, it was not um, my Instagram. It was just every way I could possibly think to create exposure for myself, I would do that and make sure that my day was filled with, uh, was filled with those things. Beautiful. So is that where the 40 people came from? That's it. The 40 people came from uh, – they were – at that point, everyone who I had already known, I had not, I had not yet mastered the skill of um, meeting a new person <laughs> out and about and becoming their friend and um, helping them get set up with products. That was not during that first year. So can you tell us about, um, uh, do you have any stories of people that you enrolled that first year, uh, how you knew them, what they did for a living, 
yeah. what their response was when you first approached them, and how are they doing now? Some success stories? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of – let me let me think who was 40. There's a, there was a lot of product users in, in that group. Um, and, you know, a, some of those were just kind of the – I don't know, like low-hanging fruit, like my, my mom and my mother-in-law. <laughs> like my, the people who, you know, I'm kind of like, wait, are you just trying to, like, support me, or are you really fired up about these products and, and the opportunity? Um, so there are several people on my team who came from that first year, um, but it's really cool to see natural selection, if you will. Um, yep and see who blooms, and kind of just understanding that, you know, um, most likely uh, none out of 40 will be around in however many years, most likely. Um, most likely your, your big builders, your, like the people who will produce as much as I will, I think, I think I'm, I've learned this from you, is one in a thousand. And so um, I don't expect, I don't know exactly who I enrolled in the first year. I can't remember off the top of my head, but... Um, it's it's interesting that it's not who you know, it's who they know. So, yeah. you know, just very, very interesting, that, that that thought. Well, what happens is you, you actually – it is a matter of, of the numbers game, and I don't mean the numbers game in terms of throwing mud against the wall and seeing what sticks. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a huge motivational leadership, nurturing, training, coaching component to inspiring Mm -hmm. the ones who will stick. But the reason it so often comes from second and third generation is you just have so many more people to pick from. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you've sponsored 127 people. What I would expect out of 127 is that you have somewhere between four and six Mm -hmm. out of the ones that you've sponsored that yep. they may not be at your level, they may not even be quite as productive as you are, but they're on their way. Yes. They get it. They're inspired. They're doing the work. Um, but you have over 1,600 people on your total team, which then gives you the opportunity yes. to look for leaders out of 1,600 yes. people, and that's going to be more like 100 leaders. Yeah. And of course, some of those people just came in the business, so they haven't they haven't had enough exposure. Your gestation period, from the day you started using the products until you actually started enrolling your third month, how many months passed? Oh, from the time I got my product to started building. Till you till uh, the third okay. month of building. Oh yeah, when you started well, so enrolling I got my people. Product, I got my product. And then waited a year to decide to do right. the business. Yeah. Well, they, then you actually waited 14 months before you started doing it because you didn't <laughs> yes. start enrolling to your third month. So exactly. your gestation period was 14 months. Mm-hmm. Out of your 1,600 active people on your team right now, you have lots of people that are in that 14-month gestation period. They don't think they're going to mm-hmm. be leaders yet. Yeah. They think they're just product users. (laughs) And if you keep nurturing them, which part of that is honoring them and and supporting them, not harassing them, but 
just supporting and inspiring and honoring them and being patient for them to find their own path in their own time. Yes. And sometimes that can be 16 months. Sometimes it can be 16 weeks. Sometimes it's six weeks. Sometimes it's two or three years. And, of course, most of the time it's never. (laughs) Yep. What, What people just end up doing is being really good customers, and they don't end up being network marketing leaders because they just haven't figured out how to have a conversation with themselves where it just turns into green lights. Mm, yep. And you did that. You had that conversation, inspired perhaps by your father's experience, uh, helped along by Eric's book, helped further along uh, by Jeff Roberti's interviews and other interviews where you just started turning red lights to green. And that's the leadership process. Yeah. Then you yeah. go to work. Makes me excited. So, so um, I think you're, you've listened to enough Hero Calls. You're familiar with this next question. What's the biggest mistake you've made in three and a half years, what, whether it was financial, recruiting, uh, relationships, integrity, health? Yeah. The, the biggest mistake, and, and this is one that I think a lot of – a lot of the listeners will um, resonate with because it's so part of the human nature. Um, I, oh man, I think I was in maybe two, two years in and I felt stagnant. I felt uninspired and um, man, it was just this amazing, this amazing situation. I love how, how it works when a situation in our everyday life represents what's going on emotionally. And I had a come to Jesus moment in my bedroom, sitting on my floor, <laughs> crying. And I, I said, I have got to stop holding myself back. And you know what it was? It was fear of what other people would think about me. And it wasn't even yep. so much what if people think I look, you know, stupid or dumb. That Those thoughts. Um, not so much a temptation for me as it is, what if I were to be wildly successful? And what uh, if things that I, you know, fill in the blank? I mean, for me it was many things, but it was fear of what other people were thinking about me that was holding me back from just pursuing my own greatness and growing in myself. And at the end of the day, that's what this whole thing is about, right? The recognition, the money, it's, it's all fun, and I'm not, and I'm not running from it. I enjoy those aspects of the business, but the the meat, the nugget of this whole process is who I become in the process. And so, if I'm holding my, myself back for then I'm literally doing exactly the opposite of what why I chose to do this, which is to live a wildly epic life that is full of fun and um, grit. And so I, I, I had, we went to a conference of sorts, and I had a moment where I went on the stage and I said, I am done with holding myself for fear of what other people will think. And I walked off the stage, and I chose in that moment to make the decision over and over again to stop. And so, so I told you, you know, how when we have a situation in our life that reflects what's going on emotionally, my, my, at the time, two-year-old, two-and-a-half-year-old son 
broke his broke his leg. And he, if you've ever seen a toddler in a full-blown cast, it is the most pitiful thing you've ever seen because they can't bend their leg. You know, they're wobbling around. And um, I remember as he was getting his boot cut off of his leg, it was a representation to me of what was going on in my, in my world, in my emotional world. I was getting my, my boot, my thing that was holding me back from climbing upstairs and running outside. I was getting that cut off. And, um, oh, man, it was just cool because I remember seeing him struggle to walk. And I was so – it was amazing because what was happening to me emotionally was what was happening to my son on his boot. And it was uncomfortable for my son to walk upstairs. And it was uncomfortable for him to run outside. But that doesn't mean he shouldn't keep playing. And as I'm, as I'm examining my own self, just because it feels uncomfortable to live out loud – and to f- it feels uncomfortable to be my whole self and to pursue greatness in myself just because it, it's uncomfortable in this moment doesn't mean you shouldn't keep trying. And so as my son's leg healed, my, myself healed and is healing, and it's been the coolest thing. So my mistake was I held myself back too long, but thank, thank goodness it, it has been one of the most influential catalyst in my growth of my business. And, of course, um, as you know, the story goes, I linked up twice after, or within, I think, five months um, after that after that, that time. So it was, it was pretty incredible. But that was my biggest mistake. Uh, so you had this conversation about what would people think of you and how would you perhaps be disconnected from people you care about if you were wildly successful? Yes. <laughs> yes. Nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, the classic label for that is fear of success. <laughs> Some people have a fear of failure. Other people have a fear of success. And they just, you know, part of it comes from culturally, you know, maybe in their family or their childhood where, the the couple with the big house on the hill were not spoke of kindly in town. Right. They were spoke they were spoke of as selfish or aloof or evil or um and you know, we say ridiculous funny things like I would never want to clean a house that big or <laughs> right. I would I would never whatever I would never want to pay their taxes. <laughs> right. Oh. Well, good for you. So then what's the smartest thing? And you don't use the opposite of the dumbest thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do something and give me something entirely different. What's mm-hmm. the smartest thing you did, let's say, you know, after year one? Yep. Okay, so this is the smartest thing I ever did and still do. I love the word inspiration. And I love the word motivation. And I, well, I shouldn't say, I, I, don't, I choose to inspire people because motivation is intrinsic. And so I don't push people to do anything, but I pull them to their greatness. And coming to the, coming to the table of business with the mindset of it's for them, and they already have it in them, and they are made for greatness, and, and making it about them, and if that's inspiring to people, motivation happens when, when people are inspired. Obviously, you wrote a book about it. You would know. 
and I love that book, by the way, but I, I, I very carefully teeter the line of telling people what to do and teaching them how to think. So tell us how you do that. So give me an example of if I was somebody on your team, what would that conversation sound like? Yep, so if you are someone on my team and you came to me with a what should I do today, I, I, very, I very carefully do not answer that for you. I teach you how to ask yourself a question. Well, ask yourself, Richard, how can you create massive exposure for yourself today? And your brain comes up with the answer. So then you're excited, so then your genius is lit up and ready to rock. And that energy is the energy that, that makes business happen. It's not the actual task, like we all know. Systems and scripts are everywhere. But the, the energy has to come from within, I believe. Yeah. It gives people ownership. And, you know, when we tell ourselves we want to do something – that holds a thousand times more weight than somebody else telling us they want us to do something. Yes, exactly. So the process is instead of telling people what to do, mm-hmm. you just ask them what do they know would make a difference? What do you know you could do today to move things forward? Mm-hmm. People ask you, well, you know, who do I talk to? Okay, I'm I'm not sure who you could talk to, but (laughs) if you knew who to talk to, Mm -hmm. who would you be talking to? Yeah. You've probably heard my trickery I use on people. If your company paid you $100, for everyone you invited to take a look at your products and opportunity, who would you invite? All of a That's sudden, good. under that scenario, the, the question, who do I talk to, is irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Because people are very clear, well, if you give me $100, I'll talk to anyone. Right. Okay. So notice the difference. What's the difference between talking to anyone for $100 and talking to someone about your business? The difference is that people have this little squirrely conversation Mm -hmm. in their head that it's not worth it. It's not worth it for me to talk to people. You know, like most people are going to say no, so it's not worth it. Instead of most people are going to say no, which means some people are going to say yes, which means if you apply geometric progressions in four years of time to that, I'm a multimillionaire. Right. That's the conversation That's people don't it. have. And do you there think if I a, add a second, a second side of this question to you? Because I feel like that, sure, that answer ahead. was one side. Okay. The second side, you said what's the, most, what's the thing that you feel like you've done the best, right? Yeah. I, I strategically look for the qualities that I want to work with for the rest of my life, and I feed those qualities with my time, energy, emotion, recognition, and platform. Those five things, time, energy, recognition, platform, and the other one that I missed. (laughs) Those five things are, I feed the qualities that I want to work with, which are confidence, um, intuitiveness, tenacity, 
I have a list in my office, but you, that's the beauty of this business. We get to choose what grows in our, in our box, in our, uh, I call it a garden box, by what we water. And so choosing, choosing those things, I think, has, because there's so many times that we're tempted to spend our energy watering qualities that we, we don't want to grow. Um, so I think that's another aspect of it that I'm, that I'm really passionate about is spending, spending your energy and emotion and the, everything that you have resource-wise on the qualities that you want to grow. Yeah, that's brilliant. Um, you're creating a culture and an environment. You're keeping the business fun because you're nurturing the kind of people, the, the qualities and the character that empowers you and honors you. And that takes, a, that takes a degree of confidence and clarity about who you are and what's important to you. And people that don't have that confidence and clarity, they tend to come from desperation. So they tend to feed any noise on their team. So they tend to feed the yeah. complainers because they're afraid they'll quit. They right. tend to feed the hope monsters, which are, you know, the people that, you know, they keep saying, oh, yeah, as soon as this happens, I'm going to, yeah, I'm, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get after it as soon as this happens or as soon as I get this out of the way. And so there's hope in the conversation. And, and so they water hope, which I'm not yep. a huge fan of hope in that context. You've, that's a brilliant leadership strategy that will pay huge leadership dividends for you and, and keep the business fun because no amount of income is worth having to work with people that steal uh, the life and joy out of your heart. Amen. It's not worth it. So um, what's next for you? Like, what is uh, what do you see for yourself the next four years, and what's your primary strategy the next four years? Like, what are you what are you honed in on that you're going to be doing? Are you going to be doing a lot of personal enrollments, or do you have enough people now that you'll be drilling down, developing yeah. leaders? What are you going to be doing? I'm so excited for the next four years, and I feel fun. Of, part of the fun is not not exactly knowing how it's going to happen, but being ready to become the type of person that will figure it out. Um, I feel so. I'm two rank or two ranks away from the top rank of our company, and I am. I'm. That's my. That's my goal. Is is that? And I'm also. Um, I have a goal of being the youngest of both of those ranks. And so that's a goal that I'm working towards as well. Um, I will consistently continue enrolling two people a month, which, which represents about you know five to seven hours of work for me. Um, but I, I definitely am going to be. I can I can create more enrollments um, on a massive scale when I work with my team. Um, so that is a route that I'm excited about taking. But oh, I'm just excited about it. I, there's a lot that I'm ready to learn. I feel like even just hitting this last last rank of my company, I'm like, okay, ready to up my game and learn a whole new set of a mindset that I maybe haven't haven't gotten yet, you know. So mm -hmm. I'm excited about it. I'm ready to learn. I'm 
I'm ready to become, and really that's the, that's the bigger thing, is I'm ready to become um, a more effective leader, which is going to, you know, bleed into every area of my life, and I'm, I'm excited to elevate that. Yeah, I just uh, I did a few weeks ago a webinar on uh, leadership and how it is the highest paid profession on the planet, and people that recognize that often gravitate to network marketing because it's the, the purest form of building wealth with your leadership because our, our wealth in this model is tied to how many people do we inspire to find their own leadership and their own vision and, and their own productivity and their own new life. And we have that great gift of geometric progressions to give us access to thousands and then tens of thousands and um, you know, you you probably know April Pointer or know of her, and yes. had the pleasure of interviewing her uh, a month or two ago. You know, this woman she's only been at it like five years. She has over eight hundred thousand people on her team. <laughs> yeah, so so I I'm actually in her downline. <laughs> there you go. Well, she's gonna keep getting more and more people on her team she because is. of people like you. Yep. <laughs> So, Bethany, tell us, I know you use the four-year career and you're a fan of it, but tell us yes. Tell us what that book has done for your team and how you yes. use it. So we, we send, uh, remember how I said one of the things that I use as a watering is recognition to the, the things that I want to grow, the characteristics that I want to go. So we recognize every rank advancement with a gift. Okay, so uh, the four-year career, we send – as a recognition uh, gift for people in my team who get the first rank of the company. And do you send that, or do, is that part of your culture that the team sends it? Uh, I, I um, encourage the leaders on my team to also send a gift. Right now, uh, we're still at a place where it is um, very good for me to spend my resources sending rank advancement gifts. So I encourage that everyone send a gift, and I, I got for your career, so they know that I'm sending that. Um, Good. And then, uh, Do and you use it any other way? We, we haven't, but I'm open to it. And what uh, is the response? What's the impact? What's the, what do you know it does by sending it to everybody that yeah. rank advances? Yeah. Well, you know, I had that moment of vision for myself, and I think that the four-year career accomplishes a similar, a similar thing as um, what I experienced with GoPro, as it's a this-is-doable feeling. You know, it helps, people take, it helps take people's mindset from this is just this big, can't-achieve-it um, thing to, wow, real people do this. So I, I love it for that reason, and I love how practical it is and the testimonies and everything. And, of course, it's so affordable, especially on that bulk. You have a bulk option on your website. You know, you yep. can send those books for a close to $5 a piece when you buy them at the largest bulk. And so, you know, after, after you pay for shipping and everything. So it's, it's just a great – I recommend that everybody um, grab bulk – of those books and send them even just a Christmas gift would be a great idea. Yep. 
and do you use the four-year career that I wrote, or do you use the four-year career for women, or do you use the company-specific? I use the company-specific. Yep. <clears throat> okay. Awesome. So uh, when I was talking to you before this call, you said you had a story you wanted to tell on this <laughs> call, and I don't know if you've told it already. No, I don't I haven't. know what it is. Yeah. What is that story? <laughs> okay, so at our company convention, Eric Worre was coming to speak at a session, and I, you know, he's been such an influential person in my journey that I I had planned to give him one of my magazines, and I had ready to go in my bag. You know, I was going to give it to him. I was going to introduce myself, thank him. And so I envisioned myself meeting him, and I envisioned, I sat down, I envisioned um, him saying, being intrigued by my story and excited for an interview with me. So I, I envisioned the interview, and it was so surreal, I could hardly even bring myself to imagine it, you know, but I did anyway. And while I did not meet Eric Worre, right as I was envisioning this, I had a tap on my shoulder, which was my friend Leslie, who is connected with you, and she introduced herself to me, and we got talking, and she is, I, I don't know how she played in the story, but I think she may have said something to you about interviewing me. And she had not even known that I was envisioning being interviewed at the moment. And so even just the fact, and then, I emailed uh, your assistant or however it, however it worked out, and she so graciously sent me a book about, called Mach 2, which I didn't even know existed, and it's amazing. It's fabulous. And so it's about vision. <laughs> I, just found that, I just found that such a full circle story, and now here we are on this interview that I literally imagined into, into life, and um, it's just incredible. It's just a, a dream come true to even be – um, a professional in the industry. I love this industry, so it's, a, it's just amazing. Well, it is a powerful process, uh, visioning, and it manifests not always the way we expect it to. Um, so you've, you, you're vibrating on all the right frequencies, and so whatever you hold out there to bring into your life is eventually going to come, Bethany. It may not always come the way you put the words down to describe it. You may get me instead of Eric Worre, but all that means Oh, my gosh, it's still is, an honor. It's, it's such an honor. So don't take All it that like, means no, is you, you'll, eventually, you'll eventually get Eric. I mean, people like <laughs> Stephanie Moran and Adam Green, they're, they're gracing the stage of GoPro now, and you remind me a lot of the uh, Adam Green story, and you're using a strategy that he used, he, he used the strategy of gifting a four-year career to all rank advancements to go from a team of a couple of thousand to mm, 70,000 people now, four years later. So good strategy. And he's speaking on stage. Last year he spoke with uh, Tony Robbins, and uh, this year he's speaking with Tony Robbins and Brennan Bruchard and Pitbull, and you're on a fabulous path, girl. I'm um, really honored to meet you and interview you and excited for your path. Most excited to interview you three or four years later where 
um, I think you're, I, I know you're going to drop into a quantum leap in your leadership and your horsepower and, and your impact on people. Let's wrap, let's wrap this up by turning the tables. You don't get to think about it ahead of time. <laughs> got a, do you have a question you want to close this call out? You ask me about our profession? I do have a question. And after, after you answer, I know I had um, asked your assistant if it was okay if I gave your, your listeners a gift. Give the gift Thanks now. Okay, awesome. That's right. So yeah, I, it's a magazine. Okay. Yep. Awesome. Yeah, it's a, a free downloadable magazine uh, applicable to every single network marketer. And you can find it at bethanyshipley.com. And the coupon code for it is BLISS. So I just am <laughs> super excited to bless your listeners with this. And um, I, I, so I looked at it. I looked at it, Bethany. It is brilliantly done. Very Thanks. inspirational. Totally Good. generic. You, uh, you've got yourself a nice generic brand as well, and good stuff there for anybody that takes a look at it. What do you want to ask me? And you okay. obviously prepared for this, I so did. you've been I listening to Hero Calls. Yes, and last night my dad, so my dad is my assistant, and so they live on site uh, around our house. And so my dad, my mom, my husband, and I were sitting around the fire, and I said, oh, tomorrow is my interview, and my I'm so excited I get to ask. Richard a question and so they had me practice it for them and of course they, they tweaked it and they said no this would be more specific but my question is that I am 24 years old I'm young I'm in the beginning of my business and you are on the uh, you are a veteran you are someone who has <laughs> taken in, in, in the most Care, careful the words you use <laughs> I, it would, well and I and I chose that word specifically because it, it holds so much respect for me that you have Thank so you. much experience that I am I'm just like soaking up every, that's why I listen to every single hero call because I'm just ready to learn it all every little everything is a crumb so here's my question talking to someone like me who I would say is someone like you um, several years back what what advice would you give to me and in almost giving to yourself to say, oh, man, you know, your advice to yourself when, when you were in my shoes so I can avoid some of maybe the pit, pitfalls. I hear you. So I would answer that by asking you uh, a couple of questions before I answer the question. And the first question would be you're 24. So, Bethany, how long do you want – in years, like future years, to be a respected, successful network marketing professional? My current mindset doesn't have a, a limit. Um, okay, well, then answer it that way. So how long? Until I die. Okay. So your life expectancy, being healthy and only 24, modern medicine keeps reinventing itself in quantum leaps, your life expectancy is at least 100. And so that gives you 76 years to be a professional network marketer. So one thing I would have told the 24-year-old Richard Brooke, who at 24 I was, two years 
full-time into the business. I had already had two cars repossessed. I was living on my sister's couch. I had built a team, and they all quit, hundreds of them. They all quit. I was starting over. I was driving a borrowed car. Um, Part of that was my sister's car, and then later somebody actually loaned me a car. My mentality at the time was obviously desperation, which isn't applicable to most people listening on this call. But the high side of desperation is um, that we tend to, you know, apart from just trying to survive, I also saw my career as a sprint, like it was a race. And so my goal setting was, you know, oriented towards how fast can I do something? What kind of records can I set? And what I would tell my younger self today is, wow, I never really thought about being a full-time network marketing professional 40 years later Mm. or 38 years later. I've been full-time now for almost 41 years. I never thought about, well, who will I be in the profession and what goals will I be setting and what will I be achieving 38 years from now? I only thought about this year, next year, two years from now. I only thought about, being the fastest, the biggest, the best. I didn't think about it in terms of, well, what if I'm still doing it 38 years later? What will my goals be and who will I be and how will I get my self-esteem if it's not actually a sprint, Mm. but it's a marathon? And So when we look at the goals that we set, we oftentimes set really short-term, really competitive, Mm -hmm. really sprint-based goals. And if we look at the source of those goals, they are to bolster our Mm self-esteem. And so that's really valuable to know that if what's fueling you is a hole in your self-esteem, setting records, winning races, beating other people actually won't heal it. It'll, It'll always be there. And I was very, very fortunate there's, there's two basic kinds of network marketing opportunities, maybe three. One might be the strictly product culture opportunity where everything is so product-based that most people in the organization don't even know there's an opportunity. And then there is the strictly money-based where people don't even care what the product is really. The only reason they're using the product is because it's attached to the opportunity And what they're all about in their culture is how much money can we make? What kind of records can we set? How can we be the most successful network marketing company? But they don't really define success other than everybody thinks we're the greatest. Um, And then there is the network marketing opportunity that, that honors product and it honors wealth building, but the core of the 
culture is personal development. Mm-hmm. And I was very fortunate to be recruited into a company that, it, I mean, it had great products. Forty years later, Bethany, I still use the product I started with every day. Wow. And it's not even sold network marketing anymore. We had great products, but it wasn't about the product. And we had a compensation plan. It was you know, just as legitimate as anybody else's compensation plan, but it wasn't about how much money we made. It was the core of the culture was about who we became in the process. Yeah. And the who we become in the process race is not a sprint. It's a marathon. It's a lifelong marathon. In fact, the longer the race, the more you learn about yourself, the more you discover. I don't think too many athletes learn a lot about themselves in a sprint. I think they learn a lot more in a marathon or an ultra, ultra marathon. You got a lot more opportunity to consider who are you that's working who are you that's not working? Who are you that's inspiring? Who are you that's competing? And, you know, competition is one of my favorite subjects. It's network marketing is fraught with competition where what motivates people is winning the contest. And most contests are set up that if you win, somebody else has to lose. And so your orientation to your, to your community is that you're out to beat other people. And that, that's not healthy. It does motivate people, but it doesn't inspire you to grow as a person. What inspires you to grow as a person is to think about your servant leadership and think about, you know, the servant leader actually thinks about who on my team can win. And winning for me is having the most people on my team win, whether I get to go on the trip or get to go on stage or not. And so I would just, what I would say to you as 24 years old is create a vision for your network marketing career Mm. that spans 76 years. Wow. That's good. And, And think about not only what you want to accomplish, that's the easy part. And I, and I can tell you, Bethany, you probably can't even imagine what you are going to accomplish because it is so far beyond your headlights. It's kind of like, you know, we're all, we're all on a dark road at night with our headlights on. Yeah. And some of us have bright lights and some of us have dim lights. And the dim lights, we can see maybe... 30 or 40 yards and bright lights can maybe see 100 yards and the further you go, the further you see. And so your ability to see what you can create in your life is really based on how bright your light is, but how you're really going to see what's possible for you is to move down the road because four years from now, what you're going to see is 4,000 miles later. Mm-hmm. And, yep. and you're going to see things you never imagined. I never imagined. Well, I, I'll tell you what I imagined. At your age, 
I imagined making $10,000 a month. <laughs> and, you know, four years later, I was making 40000 a month. But that's as much as I could imagine was 10000 a month. And the way I saw it was if I made $10,000 a month, life for me is five-star and over. Right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need to do anything more than make $10,000 a month because it, with $10,000 a month, I can do everything I can ever imagine myself doing. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with $10,000 a month. I mean, you can create a great life on $10,000 a month, but I can assure you, you can't do everything you're going to ever have the opportunity to do on ten grand a month. You're not even going to be able to help the people you want to help in your family and your friends and, and maybe charities with $10,000 a month. So it's not about what you're going to accomplish in the next 75, 76 years. You can't even imagine it. Just trust that your accomplishments are going to be 10 to 100 times what you can imagine. The question is, who are you going to be? Right, who? love that. That's awesome. Thank you. And how are people going to relate to you and speak about you and be inspired by you and trust you mm-hmm. and love you? And how, how are you going to create that while being a network marketing professional? And perhaps how are you going to contribute to the profession itself? Because the future of our profession is in the hands of the professionals. And awesome. how, we, how we prospect people, how we recruit people, how we train people, how we coach people, how we let people go when it's not right for them. Um, that, that creates the, the dynamic of our profession. So if we want network marketing to be a viable profession 50 years from now for people who are looking at it, that's, that's in our hands. And so the question is, who are you going to be to elevate our profession? Those are big questions, and I never thought about them when I was 24 years old. I only thought about recruiting the next person, getting the next fast start bonus, winning the contest, getting on stage, hitting the top rank, and making the amount of income that I thought would heal the hole in my heart. And we all have one. Yeah. And I was very fortunate to be in a community, in a culture, where they encouraged us to heal ourselves, um, not with the material things and not with the ego things, but through questions Lots and lots of questions. And standing in the question allowed the answer to come, and the answer wasn't winning. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. That's awesome. You're welcome. That's like, that's really, really good. Like, just that is worth it. All, the, whole, the whole call slash podcast, all of that. That's, that's really good. Well, you have an opportunity, Bethany, to uh, inspire people um, so far beyond your own team through this podcast. I mean, people will be listening next week and next month, but people will be listening to this podcast five years from now. And some of the people listening will be in the same place you were in the beginning. They're in their gestation period. They're thinking about 
turning their red lights to green lights. They're wondering, can they do this? They may go pick up Eric's book because you talked about it. Yeah. They may go pick up the four-year career because you talked about it. They, they may just ask the same questions you did. Why not? What if I did? And you change people's lives. And it won't just be lives in Kansas City, Missouri, or Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, or California, where I am today. It'll be lives all over the world. So thank you. Oh, not not awesome. thanks for the call, Bethany, but thanks for the courage to create a story. It's just getting started. <laughs> okay, kiddo. Great meeting you. Uh, you too. I suppose I'll see you down the road somewhere. Absolutely. You're not going to GoPro next week? I'm not. How about women's GoPro in March? Yes. I'll see you there. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> Thanks, Bethany. See ya. Bye. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Richard Bliss Brooks Network Marketing Heroes Podcast. If you are inspired and are ready to create your own success story, then it is time to take advantage of some of the top network marketing tools available. Pick up the top recruiting tool that has prospects saying yes, the four-year career and the four-year career for women. Get your mindset right. Without a clear vision, success is lost. Check out the best-selling book on vision, Mach 2 with your hair on fire. Learn to think like a successful person with this step-by-step guide on how to break through your self-imposed limitations. Mach 2 Vision Training is a 90-minute four-part video training where you get Richard to walk you through crafting your vision. It's a must for anyone looking to step outside the box and hit the ground running. For 10% off your order, use the discount code HERO at checkout. If you're serious about building your business, make sure to subscribe to Richard's blog for all the latest tools and articles. This success story is not typical. It is meant to inspire you and show you what's possible. It is not what you should expect to accomplish. Your income will depend entirely on you, your commitment, your work ethic, your leadership, and your ability to acquire customers and inspire sales leaders to join your team. Most people who start off intending to build a sales team do not maintain their motivation to continue. 